Hello, hello, my name's Tommy, and I am delighted to welcome you to Podcast Assemble. Folks, today, we're going to be discussing something that's really been bugging us over here at Podcast Assemble for some time. Let's call it the elephant in the room, or should I say the lampshade in the room? And it's the fact you haven't left a like on this video just yet. Do it! Just do it! Hanging a lantern on something refers to a technique used by screenwriters and filmmakers to address potential plot holes or inconsistencies in a story by acknowledging them directly and then moving on. It's a way to draw attention to an issue while also downplaying its importance and keeping the audience focused on the story. And the Marvel Cinematic Universe has a serious problem with its overuse of hanging a lantern on it or lampshading. And to be honest, we're at the point of not knowing how seriously we should be taking one given scene to the next in these movies anymore. If anything, it's starting to feel like the Marvel formula might be becoming a bit formulaic. What? What the f So let's talk. Join us as we discuss how a perceived lack of innovation in the MCU has led to an over-reliance on quippy lampshading and how this has become detrimental to its overall quality. Comic books are inherently silly, and it's something movie studios have struggled to come to terms with ever since the early days of adaptations. Now, before you start getting your panties all in a twist, I don't mean comics are in any way bad. I love comics, and I love comic book movies. That's the smell of new comic books. But come on, have you seen Neymar's little feet wings? Worst crossover ever. One of the first big budget adaptations of a heavy hitting comic book property was Brian Singer's X-Men back in 2000, which in all seriousness, was a very cool movie. I must have forced my brother to tame to see it at least five times at the cinema. But upon a rewatch, you'll notice that Singer didn't quite embrace the zaniness of comics. The tonally bland aesthetic and muted color palette were all telltale signs. Gone were Wolverine's bright yellow skin-tight spandex. They were nowhere to be seen. And herein, we start to brush up against the core problem. Hollywood really doesn't know how to deal with the silly aspects of superheroes. The fall of Asgard. The great prophecy. Hang on. Hang on. I'll be... <laughs> Back around shortly. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, on the other hand, took this on in quite a novel way. From the very beginning with 2008, Robert Downey Jr. starring Iron Man, Marvel Studios created a realistic feeling world. The one that has fantastical elements sprinkled in. And to do this, rather than suiting Captain America up in a black leather one piece, funny as that would be, they turned to a familiar writing device, hanging a lantern on it, or lampshading in the form of quippy dialogue. This usually works. Well, performance issues, you know. While lampshading can be a clever way to address plot holes and inconsistencies, it seems like the writers of the MCU have taken it just a bit too far. And let's be honest, it's starting to feel like the MCU is trying to make fun of itself before anyone else can. Examples of hanging a lantern on it might be a character commenting on how unlikely a certain plot development is, or make a self-aware joke about how the situation they're in feels like they're in a movie. Sound something that you've heard about 20 times in every single Marvel movie you've seen? God, I miss cocaine. Her. Fourth wall break inside a fourth wall break. That's like 16 walls. It does to us. Basically, by one of the characters calling something out on screen has been silly, you're hypothetically less likely to find it distracting. But in an inherently silly genre, constantly calling out something as silly can be really, really distracting. Doth mother know you wear as her drapes? 
this is especially prevalent in the the um no no actually wait it's just all of them do you guys just put the word quantum in front of everything at present the marvel cinematic universe's greatest enemy it's not thanos or even kang the conqueror kind of seems to be itself check out our podcast podcast assemble where we've got episodes on all of the phase four movies i'll link it below now there are a number of reasons for this which fans are quick to point to after delivering one of the most impactful movies of modern times in Endgame, we've seen a string of poorly received pandemic-affected movies, culminating in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania reportedly not making enough money at the box office to break even. And all the while, the House of Mouse has been pushing out a gluttony of serialized Disney Plus content, which, ah, it's, it's been consistent, say the very least. He doesn't mean that. <laughs> even though I personally love Moon Knight. But mostly, fans point to the over-reliance on humour taking you out of pivotal scenes. Through phases 1 to 3, Marvel meticulously built their world so that our barrier to suspension of disbelief was stupendously low. And they did it incredibly well by moulding relatable, rounded, and importantly flawed characters who are wrapped in shades of grey. Marvel made it really easy to root for their heroes, even a genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. Mr. Musk. How are you? Congratulations on the promotion. Thank you very much. As pointed out, the more fantastical elements of the movie were often paired with a nod and a wink or a snarky comment, pointing out just how wild that moment was. While some might argue that the use of self-aware humour and meta-references is one of the MCU's defining characteristics and a key reason for its immense popularity. It certainly created an easy way in for the average moviegoer in the early days, while the tone of the franchise was still being established. Hanging a lantern on it can be an effective way to address potential issues and maintain the audience's engagement, but it can also backfire negatively affecting the viewer's suspension of disbelief. Lampshading inherently draws attention to the very thing the audience is supposed to ignore, that you're watching a movie. By regularly drawing attention to a potential plot hole or inconsistency with a quip, we reminded that we're watching a fictional story and our immersion is broken. Please tell me you're going to appeal to my humanity. Uh, actually, I'm planning to threaten you. When relied upon too heavily, it comes across as lazy story writing and suggests that the writers themselves are aware of the plot holes, but choose not to address them properly. Now, I'm not one to get behind superhero movie fatigue as a thing just yet. God, I hope it's not yet. The, pretty much the basis for this whole channel. But I do agree with quip fatigue. Movies like Thor, Love and Thunder had multiple problems, partially due to the pandemic, but mostly because it couldn't go five minutes without making a joke at our hero's expense. All it served to do was shine a light on the problem we originally talked about. Hollywood not understanding how to handle comic book silliness. And flip! Oh! You flipped too hard, damn it! Shall we help him? For me, the key issue is that the writers of the MCU have such strict guidelines in place around what goes into the Marvel formula. You, you can't see it, but I'm doing big quotation marks with my fingers. They've had no room to evolve the process. Essentially, the tone of the first Iron Man works so well that we're still getting the same shtick today. Think of it more as a deterioration over time. At first, the lampshading was a self-aware way to ease audiences into the silliness. It made sense. But we're over a decade in now, guys, and we get it. Remember I said about Namor's wings? 
as these movies evolve and as the audiences have become more accustomed to the comicness, I think the wit needed to follow suit, and it hasn't. While lampshading can be a useful storytelling technique, it can also be problematic if overused or poorly executed. In the case of the MCU movies, some viewers might argue that the frequent use of self-aware humor and meta-references can detract from the emotional weight of the stories and prevent the audience from fully engaging with the characters along their struggles. In many ways, the MCU has become a satire of itself, making fun of the tropes it helped to create. Shit! Language! No one else is going to deal with the fact that Cap just said language. Just slipped out. What we want to know is, what do you think? Does the constant MCU quipping ruin the immersion for you? Do you think the humor needs to evolve with the movies? Let us know in the comments below and we love it when you're civil. And while you're there, feel free to drop us a like, share and subscribe. Linked below is our website, www.podcastassemble.com, where you can find all of our podcasts. We're about to hit episode 100 and there's so much more. So why not join us for more geek content? Do it! Thanks for popping by, guys. Tally ho!